Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello. And welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Most car manufacturers and a number of governments, including the United States government, are committed to the development of electric vehicles. A number of companies have established dates by which they will produce only EVs, while some governments have established tax credits for EV buyers and other incentives for the manufacturers. In short, there's been a big push to move away from the combustion engine vehicles to the totally electric vehicle. This comes, however, at no small cost. Manufacturers have to retool and establish new supply chains. Governments are providing costly incentives to ensure power is available, charging stations, for the drivers of EVs. There are many changes that switching to EVs requires, and that has opened up many investing opportunities, and we have discussed them on several occasions. We need to update it, though, with some new information. The auto manufacturing industry seemed intent on making the switch as the largest car makers, including Ford and General Motors, committed, along with many startups and other new companies. At least that was the case until recently when Toyota's chief executive officer, Akio Toyoda, his name, by the way, is spelled T-O-Y-O-D-A, he offered another view. He called himself a spokesman for the silent majority of people who questioned a single-minded focus on EVs. He said he wasn't a skeptic, but a realist. In his view, Toyota's Prius could be just as environmentally friendly as EVs. And he argued that other companies were pushing consumers to make a leap into EVs that they may not be ready for without a charging infrastructure facility fully in place. The shift from fossil fuels to green energy is a complicated one for the auto industry and the entire business world, also for drivers. We'll talk about them shortly. As we said, some companies, investors, and governments were pushing to move fully to renewable energy and green technology. Mr. Toyota is among those who have advocated for moving more slowly and deliberately in the transition. We should note that Toyota was an early leader in the pioneering of what I'll call alternative vehicles. It began with its development of the hybrid Prius in the late 1990s. That was an early start. It continued with the development of other hybrids, including a full range of RAV4s, Corollas, and other hybrid-equipped models that at one time were selling more than 2 million units a year. Toyota's dual focus on what was highly innovative in the 1990s, the hybrid and traditional vehicle engines propelled it by 2020 
to the world's largest automaker by unit sales, surpassing Volkswagen. It is no longer the leader. Investors in recent years saw a great opportunity in EVs. I did, and I still do. But current events make a review of the EV and renewable field necessary. We'll get to that. For now, let's focus on the comments made by Mr. Toyota. He said he wanted to make up his own mind about the role of EVs and not get swept up by excitement about what he saw as a not yet mature technology. Mr. Toyota hired an American scientist, Gil Pratt, whose previous jobs included teaching electrical engineering and computer science at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Mr. Pratt researched cost, and he indicated that they showed when factoring in the emissions from manufacturing and generating electricity to charge cars, a diverse lineup of electric and hybrid vehicles has similar lifetime carbon emissions to an EV-only fleet. That was the case even on a power grid getting a significant chunk of electricity from renewable sources, he said. Another part of the study revealed that hybrids require only a fraction of the lithium required to make EV batteries. Remember, lithium is in short supply and is not mined without an environmental cost. Mr. Toyota believes that having a diverse lineup of vehicles that would include EVs, but not only them, is the right course to take. He does not argue against EVs. He wants to slow the transition so legitimate problems can be addressed. He said it was hardly environmentally friendly to have coal-fired electricity plants powering cars on the road. And in developing nations of, such as Asia, it was unlikely renewables could be built out quickly. Let's emphasize that in the United States, it will take a great deal of effort, time, and money to build charging stations. Ford and GM did a great job convincing Washington that EVs were the only solution, said Steve Gates, chairman of Toyota's dealer council. It's not popular to talk about things that hybrids and plug-in vehicles have done for the environment. Personally, I think the focus should be not so much on the past, but on the future. We should, however, in fairness to the discussion, note that Toyota failed to make the top 10 list of EV sellers in 2022. Could that have an influence on Mr. Toyota's opinions? Quite possibly. Another point, Tesla is the dominant EV maker. It has resolved a number of production problems. It's even lowering prices on its cars, as is Ford. Lower prices on EVs are absolutely necessary. Most EVs are just not affordable to the average driver, those that will be hopefully buying the cars. And they're expensive even with the federal government's tax subsidy. The current overall auto manufacturing leader is General Motors. And in 2021, it announced its goal of phasing out gasoline and diesel powered vehicles by the year 2035. 
It has several EV showrooms now and more coming this year. And it opened its first battery plant last year, has plans for more. Other companies, including Volkswagen, Hyundai, and Ford, are making similar moves. Should investors consider buying stock in EV makers and related industries? Well, for investors who do not currently own EV manufacturer's stock, this may not be a good time to buy. There are too many issues that will likely delay the full switch. This is despite massive investments by government and manufacturers. Last year, less than 6% of the cars sold in the United States were electric. We should also note the fleet of cars on the road in the United States is aging. There will be a demand for cars. We will need a lot of EVs in a relatively short time to be fully electric. It doesn't look possible at this point. My approach is to watch the industry and related industries. I believe there will be opportunities in this field. But right now, there are other more timely investments to make. You, using Warren Buffett's approach of seeking dominant companies, I will closely watch Tesla since it has emerged as the clear leader of its field. Also, for a variety of reasons, its stock price has fallen, making it much more interesting. At some point in the future, it may be worth a drive. For now, though, I would, will study the field and see how it manages to deal with the problems. And those companies that can handle the problems are likely to be the future leaders, possibly worthy of investment. So for now, I would be careful. The market is volatile. And the Federal Reserve just announced another rate increase. By the way, I think it makes sense. This is likely a good time to lock in high rates on bank certificates of deposits and treasuries. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.